Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Box Set Pod, the Walking Dead Season 8 special. We're up to episode 12. Am I asking or am I telling you? What is it? Is it 12? Episode 12. Yeah, episode 12. Spoilers. The key. The key. The key, the secret. I've got them both. Uh, Welcome to uh, you for joining us. And um, as usual, Jamie and Matthew. Hundreds of miles apart, but together in spirit. So, um, uh, hello. Quick check in. No emails this week from either real or imaginary people. Um, uh, uh, I, I, nothing from what's what was his name in Seattle? Uh, Jeff, Jeff in Seattle. Um, I thought we had yeah. one from Pam. Pam. Oh, Pam! Damn it! Sorry, Pam. How rude of me. Very uh, rude. Yeah, Pam emails and uh, says, Howell and Jamie and the gang, I'm so behind with the podcasts. Sorry about that. Life got in the way. I'm just listening to the Nasty Girls episode. Yes, I'm that far behind. Um, it's Nasty Girl, by the way, isn't it? Uh, Jamie mentioned about Fleabag oh, yeah. several times. And I wanted to say that it was an amazing show. Brilliantly observed writing and fantastically acted. The show has huge amounts of hilarity and utter pathos. You need to watch this, Howell, if you haven't already. Um, I still I've, haven't seen that. And no, nor me. I've heard the writer. That, I've heard the writer has just started a new show for the US market called Run. It sounds good. Keep up with the shows, guys. Yeah. Uh, Pam Hagen, Hannigan. P.S. I think she's. Yeah. Can't believe Matthew Wanless enjoyed a Godless. Doesn't sound like his thing. Ah well. Now this yeah. is where both you and Pam have made a, an assumption. <laughs> which I is can't that believe I, this. If you've which listened is to the I podcast for the last against, two weeks. Which is, I can't argue against Howell's point without having seen the show myself. Because he uh, hasn't absolutely seen can it. do that. I, I said that. If if you listen back to last week pod, last week's pod, I said that openly. Did and you? And you just glossed straight past it because, as usual, you weren't actually listening. You were just arguing. I was just <laughs> seeing Red Mist. What the hell? Why did you put so much effort in to discounting my original point when, for all you know, you could agree with it entirely? Again, if you listen to what I actually said, I don't, I'm not responding to the specific criticism of Godless. I'm responding to your general um, uh, comments on pace, which seem to be inconsistent and just favouring whichever thing you like, which is what Jamie was originally saying in the first place. Just wait there, Matthew. Shows Um, can be slow Mom, I'm just doing my podcast. I'll have to call you back. Mum. Dad. Put, no, put your mum on. Oh, no, I wasn't. No. No. All right. Okay, take care. Mum's in Godless. Bye. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was my dad, and he was the one who loves it. How can... Sorry. Sorry. Hang on. Yep. What yep. just happened? My mum was ringing me. Uh, my I can't dad believe was you took me. a call during Skype, Howell. I'm really sorry. I mean, it, it was going to interfere is... with all sorts of technology, so I, I had to answer it, I'm afraid. Um, what about there's a red button on the call thing you know when people call you there's a red button yes, you can press yeah. that that's right but that would be Send rude straight to voicemail that'd be rude oh. it was the choice between you talking 
about something <laughs> you don't know about, and my mum and dad. I it's like the Caucasian chalk circle, only simpler. My comments were about your obsession with pace, and I think uh, what I was trying to do was back up Jamie's argument, which is that if yeah. you like the show, yes, if you're yes. interested in what it's doing, yes. then you will accommodate um, lack of pace. But that renders absolutely any discussion we ever have pointless because we could just end this podcast wrap it up now for good and say if you like it you like it if you don't you don't but i i am certain matt like no, but the point is that we discuss why each other likes it yeah, and why yeah, each yeah. other doesn't like it i know but and, I, I, and i think you've uh, you've hit upon something which you've just decided to make the central case of your argument all the time however actually being true always i am giddy with excitement of waiting for you to watch that thing because Jamie, I, I told you I watched the first episode. I didn't really like it that much. Right. <laughs> Wait until the six episodes that follow where nothing happens. Jamie, I've no. finally got. I'm, I'm on the last. Dash. I've had to pause the last 17 minutes of Godless to do this podcast. So I have now seen the big climax that you've talked Great about. Great scene. What a scene. Oh my God. We have to do another podcast, Jamie, just to talk about it. I, I am so let down by you. I just oh, I, ca- I, don't I cannot understand. I I've I've never laughed out loud so much at oh, how poorly written and bad that oh. just without spoiling anything there is one sequence that I believe lasts 15 minutes where somebody just reads out other people's letters that have no consequence to the plot whatsoever I don't remember that I, I don't. I don't listen. What were you doing while you were watching Godless? Honestly, were you I, I was doing captivated other things? by a brilliant western. I loved every second of it. I won't hear a damn word against it. <laughs> and so you're bad. the guy who liked Girl Boss. Oh so you're God! In. So there you go. At least it that's plot. the issue. Um, plot. Annoying we'll, plot. We absolutely have to come back to this. I've written so many notes on it. Um, well, you, you, you know, I, keep I, them to yeah. yourself. Burn them. I won't. I can't. Um, let's get on to the Walking Dead. Let's get we? into Walking Dead. But as we'll start this before we get into the well, while we're getting to the Walking Dead right now, I want to say this episode mm-hmm. is the best episode Ooh. so far of season eight. Bold. There I you go. The, I prefer the one before this personally, but okay. This one. Well, anyway, let's get into it then. Let's dive All right. in. All right. Well. Um, okay. First criticism straight off the bat is just that oh, we've gone back to we've gone back to strange slow mo faces. It opened with Negan's grinning face, which I immediately thought that's that must be annoying Jamie. It was is it? Um, Jeffrey to Jeffrey Morgan's uh, grinning face annoys you, doesn't it, Jamie? No, it doesn't annoy me if it's uh, if it's got a something going on other than that if he's just gurning in an episode which he did do a lot in season seven then fair enough but this is this season i mean first of all the tension within the sanctuary is fantastic the build the way these characters are all now starting to mutiny uh simon and uh dwight joining forces i think there's some fascinating dynamics developing the negan losing control losing his grip on power I mean, this is great stuff right now. Great. I, I, I enjoyed this week's I'm, I'm just talking much. about the first 10 seconds, that's all, where you don't know what's going on. You have a slow-mo Negan, and then you have a slow-mo Simon, and that sets up the episode. Simon is going to cause trouble. Is that what it was? I really cannot remember the opening 10 seconds. No, I can't yeah. particularly. But I mean, 
Yeah, yeah well, I immediately wrote it. down that'll annoy Jamie, so obviously it didn't. Well, um, you were damn wrong. The obsession with slow-mo faces continues. Daryl and Rick together is lovely. It's always nice when you see them back together. That's oh, the other thing going on It was great to see them have a makeup scene, wasn't it, after everything? Yeah. I, I, I do want them guys. to cud- cuddle more. You know, I did want them, Daryl to give him a little cuddle, but that's beyond Daryl. Just a nod. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's interesting that with Rick as a character at the moment, you know, he read Carl's letter. He he's completely kind of ignored all of Carl's wishes <laughs> for yes, any kind of yeah. reconciliation, yeah. and he's yeah. gone straight for kill, kill, and kill again. Uh, also, don't get any sense that they gave out Carl's letters. Did you? Oh no, yeah, no one, no. no one read a letter, did they? I thought um, Michonne was going to give one to Enid, but um, she didn't. Yeah. Which yeah, no. you know, I, I hope that does come back because Enid's sort of going off the rails a little bit. Um, that's another thing that's happened in this one. Enid's heading down the dark path, and Michonne's trying to keep her on the light in the in the light. Um, <sighs> but it but it is going to very much disappoint me. It's going to reinforce my fear, not belief, but fear that getting rid of Carl was just a bloody ratings attempt. If they just discard everything that he did from here in, it's going to be pretty annoying. No, I don't think they will. I think it's still no. the central theme of the sh- the show. Yeah, yeah, and in fact, it's even t- more so now with the introduction of the key to the future. What's the key to the future? That's the book that. Um, yeah, what's the face? Oh, ah, right. okay. Yeah, so you know, new girl. By the way, new girl. I just mm. wrote, this is what I wrote down. I was quite proud of myself. So. Hillary Clinton survived the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for answering my question. Yeah. I couldn't hear a word she was saying because all I could think was, what is she from? I can't, I just go, what is she from? It's House of Cards, of course. God damn. Is, it? Oh, is that not what you're referring to? Jamie? Jamie? Oh, for God's sake, you've muted yourself oh, again. Jamie? Jamie. Hi. There you Jamie. are. Jamie. Yes. Hi. We, we, did you yeah. mean to be, refer to House of Cards? Um, House of Cards? What, then? No, no, she just looked like Hillary Clinton. Oh, well, she's the one in House of Cards that plays, like, the Secretary of Defence or whatever, isn't she? The, uh, the oh, Foreign yeah. Secretary. Yeah, you're damn right. I don't yeah. think I've seen that far into it. Yeah, and accidentally you've just um, solved my issue of what she was from, so... Oh, there you go. How weird. How weird. Um... Uh, anyway, so to go back a bit, and we come to the mysterious letter at the meeting point. Um, so before we know that it's Hillary Clinton, um, would you do it? Would you go without telling Rick in that war situation if you just received a letter saying, I want to meet you at this time at this place. Come on over. Would you just have a little debate between you and the girls and then head off? I think what Why they did... Why that they're girls? Because they were, because they were all four of them girls having the conversation. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, that you said that. I mean, I think that you got a Maggie. They, they had they had a contingency. They were planned for the worst scenario, and they'd had they'd flanked them just in case they were going to, you know, shaft them at this mm. meeting point. These new people. So I think Maggie had it covered with a nice plan of action. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So no. I wasn't a worry. Let's go. Let's go though. Before we get into the new people too much, let's yeah. go back to the Negan and Rick situation. Yes. Wow. Okay. I, like, got I, a... I liked it. I liked it. Like, well, I... The moment where he recognised he was there, and it was like, I'm gonna fucking. Fuck yes. Him up. And then we got right, and then we got a car chase. Now, I was loving it. I was like, we're getting a, a car chase in The Walking Dead. This is fantastic. 
Mm-hmm. And for some reason, <laughs> I don't know, did I miss a scene? Did no, I they cut away scene? at the money shot, didn't they? Why would you cut away with... I don't understand why you would miss out quite a vital part of the car chase, the bit where they crash. Uh, well, I don't get yeah. that. Quite is that simple. a budget issue, do you yeah, think? Well, it's... I mean, it does look that way, doesn't it? You know, they haven't yeah. got the budget to flip a car. Everything. Although they did flip a car anyway, so why not film it? Well, Maybe they film it, it you can push it over with 12 We can't flip another car. We flipped all the cars we can. That's right. I think the budgets go on the first and last episodes, don't they? And then uh, everything in between is... I can't imagine that's true. Surely The Walking Dead has the budget to flip a car. We've discussed this before. They they just don't. The money's going elsewhere. It's going on the uh, first and last. I think you're wrong about that. They would absolutely have shown it. What other reason is there not to show it? It's not artistically cool. Actually, you know what? I, I've got no argument here. It's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. How can you not show it? I just, uh, yeah. It was a shame because, other than that, that was the only thing during. I love the Rick and Negan. You know, again, the tension between them that in this dark house together having a conversation. Mm-hmm. It's great. It was. It was one. And also, Negan finds out that the pond dippers, yes, have all been massacred. That bin, was the big key dippers. point as well. Bin dippers. Bin dippers. Yeah. Well, well, look. This is my. This is my criticism of that scene. Right? Is that yet again? We have Daryl and Rick. We have um, Negan and Mick, Rick meet. And whilst it, whilst yes, it's fun to find ourselves in yet another warehouse. How many warehouses are there in this world, by the way? More than I've ever what, seen. What the entire of the United States? <laughs> yeah, no, in probably this, a few. In, yeah, but particularly in this series, we've had a lot of warehouse scenes with zombies <clears> wandering around. It. But anyway, that's fun. So in we go, and yet again we have a moment where one of them says to the other. I'm going to kill you right now. This is where you die. And you instantly know that that is not going to happen. There's no, <laughs> there's no yes. real um, stakes to the situation because you go, well... Do you know what no. it's like? It, remi- it reminds me of when I, when I was like a teenager, I went to um, a UK Rampage WWF wrestling event. Wow. And yeah. <laughs> in that match, there was a world title fight between uh, Yokozuna and Hulk Hogan. Mm. And... I said to my dad before we went, I said, this match is going to end in disqualification and Hulk Hogan's going to win, but he won't get the belt. Because <laughs> that go. was always the caveat they had in, the, in, in wrestling. So it was like, yeah, he's going to win. You get to have the satisfaction of watching Hulk Hogan win, but yeah. ultimately it's not going to matter. Yeah. And the difference, I suppose, is that in, in wrestling, you are suspending your disbelief to a much greater degree than with a plot. So you kind of that's kind of what you sign up for. You go, we know we know how this is going to go. Whereas with this, it just feels a bit tedious for them to even say it. For him to like, don't have the line. Don't say you're going to die today because he said it five times already in the house. And you know, I can't think of the yeah. other four. I mean, it's only the second um, time they've actually come up against each other. Is it? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Probably, well, actually, yeah. if you, I guess, if you include the time when um, they drove up in all the uh, the armored cars caravan, and tried to and, shoot him. Yeah, and then there was the fight in the caravan. Well, no, the caravan, like Negan, was never going to kill Rick. Then. Okay. Okay. Uh, that was the right, first then. time they met. Oh, so okay, so it's three rather than five. Uh, so, so then I'm thinking, okay, well, in which case, what is the what's the purpose of this scene going to be? And you're right, it was for Negan to learn Simon. This episode essentially was stacking up Simon's um, plot, wasn't it? Of him, his his view of the future versus uh, well, D- Dwight's view of the future. 
and yeah. and the fact yeah. that he's doomed because now Negan knows that he shot all the bin dippers. Yeah, and it turns out Simon is a bigger psycho than Negan. I mean, that's the uh, that's the big thing. He just wants to wipe everybody off the face of the everyone. planet. Um, but what? Um, what about what, what when? I did... he... Go on, go on. So no go. On. When Negan dropped his bat and he shouted, "Lucille!" Did you oh, buy that? <laughs> because that makes I mean, him. That his, actually his makes him. His relationship with his bat is a bit hilarious. It is. It's a little bit like Wilson. And Tom that's Hanks. it, and that, that's yeah, but everyone's from... a bit mad in the in the post apocalyptic <laughs> yeah, landscape yeah, yeah. of the Walking Dead. So I they are, but that. I've, I felt like they've spent a lot of time digging up the idea that he's not actually insane. He's a master of manipulation, and he's got these ethics that he's kill one person and and everyone will follow suit. So the bat is just a symbol. He, you know, he's a manipulator. So for him to actually go, Lucille. Just felt, and then he said, don't, "He said, don't you touch her?' I think, yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it mean... just it put him into actually nuts territory. You know, Morgan is sane compared to that, which is sane. Also, um, this was the first time where it felt like Rick had the upper hand as well. Yeah, like yeah. In, the, in their previous encounters, Rick always felt like he was physically weaker than Negan. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. but this time, Negan was Negan was running. That's right. And and uh, this is sorry. This is I jump into the end, but it's relevant. the The other leap of faith here, the leap of sort of plot here that I didn't buy, was that although this scene was good, Negan and Rick, blah blah blah, fight. Here we go. We are supposed to presume that Negan jumps out the window, runs away, somehow bangs his head or becomes unconscious, and runs into accidentally Queen Bindipper who puts him in her car where he falls asleep or stays asleep in the passenger seat in order to wake up in the last 10 seconds of the, of the episode. That no, seems she, like snuck, a... she snuck up behind him and whacked him over the head with a gun. Did she? Did she? Yeah. It, it seemed... That's, to what, me, that's we... where I go. I'm surprised that you went to where you went. That seemed, <laughs> well, that's 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 stranger that's to me. Than however it happens, it seemed like a big gaping hole that suddenly it's like... And now he wakes up in a car. It was almost like now, Scott... You know, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. That's fair enough. Yeah. It's almost like Scott Gimble handed out the plot lines and said to these two writers, who are excellent, but he said to the writers, OK, you have to get from point A to point B. Point B is Negan waking up in, in the car. And they just kind of just put that in at the end. Just skipped. They got to the end of the day and they realised, oh, <laughs> we haven't oh, made a segue. Um, <laughs> yeah. In 10 seconds. Anyway... Let's go back. So, Simon, Dwight, what do we think? My favourite line of the episode is when they're in the car with each other and um, Simon is trying to have an honest conversation with Dwight and he says, oh, come on, let's just... What is, oh, what is it he says? I've read it down somewhere. Uh, oh, here we go. Honestly, let's, have the line prepared. Come on, let's relax. Let's get. Let's wrap here. Let's get candid. Let's get weird. And he, he's trying to encourage him to talk honestly, which was nice. Better delivered by him. Yeah, um, I mean Simon. Simon's quite a enjoyable character in a lot of ways, but he's obviously going to die very soon now. I mean, he's got maybe one more episode, definitely. possibly two. Yeah. But you it's reckon? not going to be much. It feels like the the death knell is. is Do you not is, feel is, like is, um, Negan's going to spend a fair bit of time away from the saviors now? That's true, though. Yeah, I, I mean, we don't know him what to show up in that last scene well, what, when what, Simon. Well, was this talking. is the question with the with the bin dipper lady. I mean, what what is her 
what is her men? You know, is she is she what going to indeed? Kill? What is yeah? What it's always been a what with her. Maybe she's going to take him to the helicopter. I mean, that's it. That's it. And why maybe that's she... what she's going to do. She's going to strap him to the front of the helicopter and then crash it into the sanctuary. <laughs> God, what is it's just getting layers to? and layers upon? Yeah, I like uh, but, it. But yeah, Simon. It's almost <clears throat> like they're building up Simon to be the person we want to hate the most. Almost like they want to try and find a place for Negan in series nine. I think they do. I think I don't think they want to lose they Negan as a character. Do at that. All. They can't do that. I I think they I think they will try and do that. I think they will try and carry Negan. So, into the next series as a bad guy as some maybe as a prisoner maybe as a newly Fight. reformed i mean i don't know but no, i don't that's think the thing. he's going to die see him. i don't yeah, see him. fair enough i can't see him coexisting with them the you only think s- he'll right okay it's got to be rick killing him but if if not that then the only thing they would go for for a curveball is or maggie but the curveball would be Negan, this guy with this some kind of code, going at least I had a code and sacrificing himself in some way with Simon. You know, in order to kill Simon, he has to die as well. It falls off the building with him or it would something. Have, he would have to save everyone. Like yeah. Simon's got a nuke pointed at them, and Negan yeah. jumps in front of the nuke. Exactly. Mm. But it, I don't know. It's too much, isn't it? But again, I but keep... still. What are they going to do otherwise? If they can't, they can't. Both of them can't die by the end of it. Unless, oh, we're going to need a new enemy. That might be well, what they're trying to do. There's a whole though. rest of the continent to use as an enemy, though. I know you and... keep saying that, but I, I just can't see them finishing a series and going, "Let's explore the continent." That's just not a cliffhanger. Well, I mean, I think they are with Hillary Clinton and her group. They're mm. setting up the new. Something. journey with into this other world another civilization that's clearly prospering under the leadership <laughs> of uh, the senator yeah. um, do you think the so next series I'll... is just a, a fleet of camper vans spreading the good news <laughs> and giving out <laughs> giving out bibles and food and stuff is it, it, I, honestly i would i would be so interested to see what they did with that yeah because it, it 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 would be doing what I've loved most about the series uh, through, throughout. It would be following the idea right the way through. Yeah, and mm. and, and I mean, it, obviously, you know, it, when you write it down in one sentence, it doesn't sound very sexy. Yeah, uh, like watching someone rebuild the world and kind of figure mm. out farming and just, just rediscovering technology, that kind of thing. It's very yeah. hard to imagine how that could be done in an interesting way. But yeah. if there's conflict still thrown in there as well, and mm. uh, and and you know, other bands of people who've gone nuts, that kind of thing. I don't know. I mean, I'm just spitballing, but um, well, it's, just it's an interesting a, greater just, scope for it to go it's, into. It's possible. I've just watched a series where you sit and watch someone build a fence for twenty minutes. So <laughs> you never know. Yeah, you um, could watch someone uh, taming a horse. <laughs> So, Imagine that if they tamed a different horse every week. It's a beautiful right. moment when he tames those horses. Well, which moment are you talking about? There were a the good three or four. Of them. There's lots of horse taming going on. Yeah, I loved every loads. second of it. Absolutely beautiful, <laughs> um, magnificent beasts. Absolutely pointless. So um, Simon is saying a lot. His cards are marked. He's even had a line that said, "We could tell our grandkids about this." He's gonna die. Oh, absolutely. 
he's going he's to die. Doomed. But yeah, this is why I think Negan might survive, though. And I think we've made you made the point. We made the point already. But if if Simon becomes the main bad guy, and by the way, Simon is the shittest name for a bad guy ever. <laughs> Just Simon. Simon. Evil Simon. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it means that Negan has a chance at redemption mm. or some kind of redemption within this world. And I do think that they want to set that up because Simon is the worst version of Negan. That's without a doubt. He's going to be a brutal massacre of many people. But at the same time, it gives Negan a chance to find a little bit of a reconciliation. I'm, I'm not saying he ever will properly. He'll be a, he's always going to be hated. But there is um, there is an opportunity there. I do think though, as an episode, this was enjoyable. This straight away we were getting some really good. They were moving the plot forward quite a bit. There was a lot going yeah. on in there. There's some really good tense scenes. You want to see Rick and Negan. That they are the heart and soul of this war. So we want to see them going up against each other in that context. Mm. But also they, me, they, they threw some notes towards life after it as well, which I really yes. like. You know, it's the idea that there is a future and that it's it's in a totally different direction. Yeah. I mean, this is the first time I've, I've actually sat and watched an episode of The Walking Dead and not at any point been switched off. I've been completely enjoying from start to finish and, and that, in this series. And that that says a lot to me. This was a good episode. It was strong. This good. It's got to end in apocalypse, though. There's too much good versus evil going on. There's too many theories. There's Simon, and again, how, however this series ends, I think they need to be on the road again. I think if they win, if they win, they're left with success and a nice place to live, which is. Boring. But I like that. That was where they. That was where they were left at the end of um, series. What was it? Six. The prison. No. Uh, no, at the end of at the end of the first chapter of Alexandria, like all they yes, because the, 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 mm. the start of the next series was them dealing with the huge uh, crater of Walkers, but at that point they were pretty secure. They were, but they had the big overhang of um, they were saying, you know, this is not safe. Happiness doesn't feel comfortable to us. If we, what was Rick's line? It was like someone said, you know, if they can't sort the shit out, we'll kill them. <laughs> there was still like yeah, a... but they no, but they had that bit at the end of of that series where um, uh, Spencer fucked up and that guy uh, got into the, the there was there were zombies walking around inside Alexandria and then Rick killed mm. them all mm. and then uh, and then had to kill that bloke who was beating up his wife yeah yeah, yeah. and it all everything we... was hunky dory at the start of that series and then they figured out a way to still make it interesting yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think well. that, I think you're right. I think it can't. We, you know, it's been static for a while now. We've got these communities. We've figured out as the, this world has become quite familiar now to us. We do want them to move out, branch out, and explore more. And I think that's so, what will happen. But it'll yeah, be from a yeah. position of strength. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. And it it's might be like, the. You know, the places they've lived have gotten gradually larger. From the house, from Herschel's farm to the prison, to um, Alexandria, and then to the kingdom and the hilltop as well. So I think it is just about trying to figure out a way to, to grow into it, isn't it? Mm, yeah. And to, to establish larger and larger communities and figure out a way to survive. It's uh, And I love how long game this show is. It's uh, I, I think it's remarkable. I mean, the other large enemy that hasn't been um, used yet is the idea of... Sewage. Uh, government, not sewage, is the. Uh, what was it you said last week? 
Sewage is the greatest invention of mankind. I think you meant sewers rather than sewage. Sorry, yes, I did mean sewers. Yeah, so, well, yeah. sewage, sewage systems is what I meant. That's right, that's right. Um, but yes, of course, sewage is the actual matter, isn't it? Yeah, okay, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Um, but the state, so the bombshell I dropped on you last week about in the comics, the setup is that it's Atlanta that's been, sorry, Georgia that's been quarantined. That would make a phenomenal few series, as if they found the edge and they went, we've got to... They won't let us out. We've got to get out of here. And it's them versus the army of, of you know, like a prison a prison break, but for a whole state trying to escape. Hmm. That'd be great. But they won't do hmm. that because it's too much of an end game. That's that's too definitive if they win, isn't it? Can I can, I can I say something which might be even? It's not spoilerific. It's just um, uh, my, my friend Sam in the office hmm. has read all the comics. Ah, and uh, he said it's about to go batshit crazy. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know in, in what fashion whatsoever. He said he he said that there there were some hints in one of the episodes recently they were going to do something they did in the comics. He said if that is what's going to happen, it's going to go batshit crazy. Oh. Well, it, it maybe this is the helicopter that we're talking about. Yep, the helicopter into the sanctuary. I'm maintaining that's going to happen. Yeah, that's also, what they blew all their car flipping budget on. <laughs> that's right. Um, I mean, yeah. Top Gear can flip a car. Surely, yeah. Surely, The Walking Dead can <laughs> flip a car. I still, I can't believe they don't have the budget. Top Gear has two hundred and fifty million viewers around the world, or it did. Um, this has sixteen in America. That, yeah, but around cars the world, in series it. two. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's a big cast to pay, boys. There's a big cast to pay. I don't think we're going to see much of that helicopter. <laughs> it's an expensive afternoon. <laughs> um, anyway, anyway, okay, so ratings. Oh, and one more thing. If it does go batshit crazy, the divide that is surfacing or resurfacing now is certainly that this thing of what do we do with the survivors and how do you treat people? Is it is it complete annihilation or is it... Um, management of some kind is it strategy or destruction um that's the the characters on both sides of that are getting more and more heated now even down to enid um you know and it, it so it could be that there's a there is a divide in between amongst all people regardless of side based on that that means that stuff kicks off in some way or, or groups form in a different way perhaps true true that Maybe, although I can't see how. <coughs> no. Um, okay. Ratings. Is it time for ratings? Do it. All right. Well, uh, I think I was on an eight-ish at the end last time. The um, the grinning faces at the beginning instantly put me down to a three, uh, but the episode took me right back up. Mostly hovered around six or seven, and at the end, the bin dipper in the car took me back down to a three, but mostly it's a oh. seven. Oh. I see a seven, I was at a seven point five. I reckon I ended by about an eight or an eight point five. Okay, and Jamie, seven point five. I started at, I believe, and I ended on a nine point one. Nine point. Jamie was in ecstasy. Ecstasy. I loved it. I loved it. Could be the biggest rating we've had so far. I think. Deserved. They wow. did it. They finally did a good episode. <laughs> yeah. No, no, they've done some other good one, but that this this was a proper. A proper meaty episode. 
join. Can I ask if we if we've got a couple more minutes? Just um, uh, what is what is your favourite uh, portion of The Walking Dead? What was your favourite section, series, whatever? I actually loved the farm. Yeah, I've got to say the farm. I know it's not I, everyone's favourite, but um, wow, okay. I liked I liked the Governor days. I thought the Governor was a great yeah. bad guy. I thought he was yeah. fantastic. I loved yeah, his. I think- when they were at the prison and all that was going on, and they and they yeah. uh, they met up with Tyrese, yeah, and um, and yeah. those guys and Sasha. I think I like the farm time. not necessarily because I I enjoyed the farm a lot second time as well. But I think it's that when the when the when the show plays the game that you were sort of mentioning before, Matt, the idea of building things, of of creating things, and finding a place, finding a place for your family, and all of that. Yeah. That's when I like it the best. Once you get into baddies, I've never been a particular fan of. I've never really enjoyed it. I've always found them a little bit ridiculous. Um, even David, what's his face, Cassidy? Is that his name? Morrissey. Morrissey. David Morrissey. David Cassidy. Yeah, I mean, good actor, <laughs> good actor, and everything, but just again, just so soon in the universe to immediately have a guy with an eye patch being a, you know, just yeah. Anyway, anyway. We like bad guys. Yeah, no, I know, I know what you mean about that, actually. And also, it did bring back Merle. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think my, my favourite, my, it would have been that series. It's like a sort of half of one and half of, of another between where they left the prison and where they found Alexandria, I think. Yeah. I really yeah. liked all that stuff. Okay. And Terminus just, like, shocked me so much. It was the... Oh, that, that is man. still... The worst, first like horror episode of The Walking Dead I've seen. That was the first one I ever saw. Sarah put it on on the plane. You know, sometimes on planes they have series, but they don't have it from series one. So they'll have like the latest random episode. Yeah, we were on a plane from America, and and um, Sarah went, "Oh, I'll try this Walking Dead thing," and put it on. And I just looked (laughs) over her shoulder, and it was when that hanging over the bath, getting their throats pinched. I almost vomited. I was like, "Oh my." God, this series is horrific. Yeah, absolutely I, I, brutal. I didn't touch yeah. it again for like two years or something. Horrendous. <laughs> Those couple yeah. of episodes, yeah, that was like the lowest ebb. Yeah. yeah. Great. It was so horrible. It was really, really grim. But then Carol went in and massacred them all. That whole yeah, sequence was for me brilliant. was brilliant. Oh, it was, when it was Carol wonderful. Went, I love watching whole thing. Carol go away. Like, I wasn't a coat a... of zombie guts. Oh yeah, <laughs> I wasn't Fantastic. a big fan of that series in general of them trying to find Terminus. But when, as soon as you walk through the gates of Terminus, from that point on, it was like, this is good. These people are weird, and the, the whole figuring it out thing—that that was great. That was good. Yeah. Um, whereas I feel yeah. like we've gone a bit more now to kind of, um, uh, yeah, Negan's a bit more of a sort of cartoon bad guy, isn't he? I suppose. For me, the three characters you can't lose are Carol, Daryl, and Rick. Because I think mm. the journeys they've been on, so enjoyable. Such yeah. rich, meaty characters. I'd be gutted if any of those three mm. left. Really For me, would. it's Tyrese, Carl, and Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Two two of those have gone now. Yeah. Um, oh, do you know what? We are going to have to suffer. They're going to give Morgan a good amount of screen time. It might be next week. Before they send him on his way to the other series, we're going to have to put well, up with him for a good chunk. Ship him up to Los Angeles in a helicopter with Jadis. Where are we? Um, it, it, 
how many episodes we got left of this half a series? Four. Right. Four well, one of them's going to be Morgan'd. Let's hold our breath for that one. I can't believe neither of you mentioned Maggie in that little se- section there. Like, I've, Maggie's really coming into her own now as well. This is the first time I've really seen her as a leader. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I thought she was yeah. good yeah. this episode. Yeah, yeah fair play. Yeah. Maggie yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Maggie's good. Yeah. And Michonne. Jackass. Michonne's great. Michonne's great. I'm a, yeah, I like Michonne as well. But, 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 yeah. but I got but my three much, apparently. Daryl, Daryl and Rick, though. <laughs> Uh, you can't be that. That's that's my team. That's my team. The rest can come along. Um, but yeah, that's my main team. Anyway, <laughs> great be, episode. I'd be Rick Darrow and Maggie for me. Rick Darrow and Maggie. Rick I've just Darryl said that. Oh, no, I haven't. No. You, you're leaving Carol out. I am leaving Carol out. Oh. I don't like Carol that much. She's badass, oh. but I didn't like her that much. God. I don't know. Wow, harsh. I mean, you just don't like it because the way she talks to children... No, yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> I love I the think way it's, she I think it's inappropriate. I believe all children should be talked to like that. You'd be more childish than the child. I'd love to see a spin-off Carol sort of children's TV show. Where yeah. She just <laughs> just interviews kids, and threatens kids with yeah. garroting and stabbing. Yeah. Yeah. Kid comes in, she just goes fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, that'll do. Um, see you Can next you week. I'm off to Norway. I'm going to Lilyhammer, the place where the box set Lilyhammer was filmed. Um, and the Winter Olympics of 1994, of I believe. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong there. And Howell and Jamie's Arctic Adventure, which w- did broadcast live from Lilyhammer for three days. Oh, wow. It's where we actually went on a bobsleigh, an Olympic bobsleigh run. Yeah. Wow. I forget. Yeah. That is surprising stuff. It I was uh, the single most uncomfortable thing I've ever done. I don't know why anyone would that ever was, do that twice, ever. That was, that was horrible. That was horrible. horrible. Just How fast did they let you go? Really uh, fast. Pretty fast. Falls, and pretty fast. It's like being punched in the head on both sides repeatedly. They, tell, about they, they keep seconds. telling you, they tell you don't try and keep your head down, but you go in at such a speed, the G-force lifts your head out of the cockpit, and it's, uh, it's very painful. Yeah, How did you not die? I thought bobsledding is like really difficult. We had Maybe. a we had a professional driver. Oh, they were us. driving it, so you were just yeah. at the back, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, not just oh, us man. two. Just <laughs> 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 Howell and Jamie in a bobsled. Well, there's cool runnings too for you. Jeez, <laughs> uh, I'd like days. to see you on a luge, Howell. Yeah, I'd love to see Howell on a luge. Oh my word, I'd pay <laughs> a fortune for that. <laughs> Uh, I'd be like watching a seal in a condom on an oh. ice rink. <laughs> There's a mental image for you, everyone. Oh, there we go. And good night. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Don't forget to check out your T-shirts. Get your T-shirts. If you've not looked at the T-shirts yet, why not? They are fantastic. Boxsetpod.com. I'm going to have to stop mentioning this because it's going to get what? embarrassing. You do know that. Right? No, I'm never going to stop mentioning this. We should be mentioning this three times an episode like all good podcasts do. When are you going to flog merch if you just mention it once and then go, nobody wanted any t-shirts. <laughs> no. Okay. Get right. people's ads. Get your t-shirts. Flog yes. that dead horse. Flog it. Mm, <laughs> that's right. Good night. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 